Welcome to this week's Heathcliff. My name is Dave. This is the podcast where I describe and analyze the Heathcliff comics for the week gone by. I do this for reasons I'm not sure of. Let's get into it. Let's just dive right in. These are the Heathcliff comics for the week of February 11th, and this is the Heathcliff comic for Monday, February 11th, 2019. We're on a suburban front lawn. Um, the home attached to that lawn, we can see a corner of the home in the upper left corner of the panel. And that corner has a window in it. The home itself looks a lot like the home that Heathcliff is often seen living in, um, in that it is pink and has a large window in the front, but it is not that home. We know that because Heathcliff's not in it. Instead, looking out the window, is a man. He's just one of the sort of stock characters we see around. Um, And we don't get any coloring on him because as is often the case when we're looking through windows in the Heathcliff universe, everything is just the color of the window, which is to say blue. Um, so the man is blue, but we can see he's wearing pants and he has his hands in his pockets and he's wearing a coat even though he's indoors and he's got a collared shirt on. And he's wearing those things because this is the Heathcliff world and that's how you dress here. Um, looking out the window... From next to him, on his left panel right, is a dog. And I have to say, um, aside from Pugs, who Gallagher, Peter Gallagher, the the, uh, writer and uh, artist who makes Heathcliff these days, aside from Pugs, who he doesn't seem to have a great sense of, if you've listened to previous episodes, you've heard me talk about that, Uh, Gallagher does have a very good style when it comes to drawing dogs in general. And we see a dog looking out the window, and the dog has a concerned look on his face. um, And his tongue is out because he is a dog. Now, uh, outside of the home, uh, like I said, there's a lawn, and there's a, um, a walkway that extends to the from the home to the um, to the sidewalk. The sidewalk and walkway meet sort of at the bottom middle of the panel. Um, and then the lawn they describe is sort of in the center of the panel itself. Standing on the walkway is Heathcliff with his back to us. And he has one, uh, he has just pushed down the plunger on one of those old style uh, uh, dynamite detonators that you see um, uh, used in cartoons a lot when something needs to get blown up. Um, it's a red box with a with a plunger on it and then a cable coming out of it. And that cable runs onto the lawn to an exploding cloud, a gray exploding cloud, and we can see debris flying out of it. And that is clearly what the man and the dog are observing, this explosion on their lawn. It's a relatively small explosion, but it is large enough that it is blowing up the sign that we can see being blown to smithereens that was in the middle of the lawn. And the sign says, Beware of dog. 
So Heathcliff is blowing up a beware of dog uh, sign. And the from inside the home, the man, his, his mouth is open, so we, we can see that he's providing the caption to the panel. He's saying, I don't like that cat. Extremely honest. Um, I wouldn't like that either. I don't care what it is uh, that I've got on my lawn. It's mine. And despite the fact that this sign is like relatively enormous for the lawn and placed in the middle of the lawn, um, it's, it's there and it's being blown up. And that's very aggressive. That's, that's trespassing. I mean, you could make an argument for certainly attempted wounding of some sort or, or, or at least, you know, the potential to, to really harm somebody with an explosive. Uh, what if somebody didn't know that was happening and came out of the home right when that explosive went off? But, but, but more, it also raises the, the question of what Heathcliff is attempting to communicate here because the beware of dog sign is not really aimed at Heathcliff. Everybody, I'm sure, understands Heathcliff doesn't need to be aware of anything. He's extremely capable of not only handling himself, but handling others. And he uh, will hurt you. Um, he's terrible. Nobody likes him, as, as this guy is pretty much saying. The beware of dog sign isn't for Heathcliff, therefore. It's for, you know, anybody else who might come onto that lawn and be like, I'll take care of some business. It's mostly there to protect uh, the, the owner of the home from, from intruders. And Heathcliff is basically... Heathcliff's blowing up something that is basically acting as a cop, you know, uh, or a security guard. Um, and... In doing so, I assume the only reason you would do that is because you're saying, no, I'm the law here. I'm the cop. I'm security. You have a problem, you come to me. And, oh, by the way, you owe me for my protection. I've mentioned repeatedly that Heathcliff is basically a mobster and certainly seems like he's sticking to that here. We move on to the Heathcliff panel for uh, Tuesday, February 12, 2019. Okay. Um, we're on a suburban street. In the background, there's a suburban house, a fence, hedge, tree. I'm not going to... At this point, I'm starting to let sort of just like the uh, word I use stand in for the normal wordy description, because by now you've probably listened to previous episodes. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, welcome, though. Go back and listen to some old ones if you like. Um, uh, but, I mean, when I say house, tree, etc., um, I'm there's not a lot of deviation in the way these are drawn. And so um, doesn't seem to necessitate describing them over and over and over again. 
Um, but the street itself, it's relatively narrow for some reason. Um, and it, uh, it runs from mid panel right down to lower panel left, uh, to the corner of the panel. Um, and, uh, walking through the street, having taken the street pretty much as a show of mass force are a huge mass of cats. Heathcliff is at the front of them. He's got a fist pumped in the air. His head is thrown back. He's yelling, it looks like. His mouth is wide open at any rate. And he's followed by a mass of cats, this yellow mass, uh, as often is just like this huge yellow mass with cat details drawn over it. All the cats are similarly posed to Heathcliff, fists in the air, mouths wide open, uh, it's a massive protesting group of cats, and they're all holding signs. Heathcliff is holding a sign, and then the massive cats have three or four signs to themselves. And all the signs say the th- same thing. The signs all say, beef. In the tree are two blue birds. We've seen these birds before. The Greek chorus of this world. One's mouth is open. He's providing the caption to the panel, and he is saying, the pie rally was bigger. So there was a uh, there was a rally for pie. Everybody came out for pie, yelled about pie, and went home. And then there was another rally for beef. Heathcliff really loves meat. Um, and I guess cats generally like meat. Um, they're carnivores. I, 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 I recall reading somewhere. I, I don't know if this is actually true. Uh, that dogs don't need to eat meat, that they can survive off of, uh, foods that aren't meat. Uh, but cats do. I believe it. Um... But the idea of cats feeling particular passion about much of anything, even the things that they eat. I mean, if, if you're a cat's hungry and you're the one who normally feeds it, they will like make a thing of it and like bother you. But they don't seem to be particularly passionate creatures, just generally. And the idea of a cat attending a rally of any sort, cats acting as a mass is kind of ridiculous. I don't know if that's part of the joke here um, or not. It doesn't seem intentional to the joke, I would say. So here's the Heathcliff comic for Wednesday, February 13th, 2019. As always, by the way, you can read along on Go Comics's webkite. <laughs> Go Comics's webkite. I wish I had. Oh man, a webkite. The mind goes to so many possibilities. As always, you can read along on Go Comics's website at gocomics.com slash Heathcliff. So this is, again, Wednesday, February 17th, 2019. We're on the suburban street. In the background are like four houses. They have... You know, very minimalist 
design to imply that they're there. There's a chimney, there's a roof, and a couple of things that look like they might be windows, but they're really in the far background. Um, and some trees and some shrubs, a big old lawn. And then um, moving from panel, like lower panel left to the bottom right corner is a sidewalk. And on the sidewalks, sort of three cornered turned away from us are another dog and an, the owner of that dog. Dog has red leash on. He's a brown dog. He looks dog shaped. Good looking dog. And the man has on a red overcoat, a sort of blue newsboy hat or a green newsboy hat, I should say. He's got blonde hair, blue jeans. They've stopped before a sign, sort of a, um, you know, like a stop sign or, or a yield sign that's on, that's, that's on a pole on the sidewalk. And the sign, uh, it's one of those ones that has an image and then a rectangular sign underneath it that has a word on it. And the image, the sign's a diamond shape. The image is Heathcliff. He's standing there with his arms folded, heavily lidded eyes, just sort of standing there. And the word under it is caution. And the man, you know, holding his dog by, by a leash, his mouth is open, so he provides the caption of the panel, and he's saying, let's be cautious. It's interesting to see somebody react so directly to a sign. Like, when you see a stop sign when you're out driving around, you don't say, a stop sign, I should stop. It's almost like an involuntary reaction. You just sort of, all right, all right, I clocked it, I should stop now. Or, you know, when, you, when you're out walking around, and the uh, light changes, and you get the walk signal. You don't say to yourself, I can walk now. When, when you're coming up on a sidewalk that says, and there's like people working above you, you know, and it says, be careful, you know, construction ahead. You don't say to yourself, I should be careful. You take extra care, maybe, but you don't really... You don't really, like, there's something a little weird about this dude, is my point. Like, talking to his dog, A, and B, he's just sort of reading the sign out loud, as you do. Um, I also, you know, I feel for Heathcliff's owners... Because things have gotten so bad at this point that somebody in the neighborhood is putting up signs about the fucking cat and being like, take care. There's a psycho here. Um, uh, you know, I mean, have you ever been a part of a neighborhood where there's a neighborhood association that either comes out for or against something? One of the things in my neighborhood recently, the big, like, not in my backyard NIMBY douche thing was uh, there was a um, 
there's a huge fight over whether the bike lanes in Martin in our neighborhood should be protected or not. Um, and protecting them would mean moving them from in traffic to the other side of the parked cars away from traffic, which duh, like give the bike lanes their own lane. Don't make, don't make bikers ride like next to cars that can door them on one side and traffic on the other, uh, that, that just sort of is constantly driving into the bike lane because there's no reason to not. Um, and it's funny, like, the, the, the change itself uh, required the loss of, you know, a few parking spaces and some inconvenience, and now it's there, and now bikers are better protected, though it's still New York, and people are still insane, and it's very unsafe <laughs> to bike no matter what in the city. Um, but y- the fight that emerged... You would have thought we had solved every other problem (laughs) because the people who came out with just like signs and like posters everywhere and putting them up in businesses and stuff about like, you can't let this happen. It will destroy businesses in the neighborhood. P.S. No, it didn't. Um, Duh. Like, it was like you'd suggested we open a uranium mining factory in a, in a, in a park, you know, where children play. Um, so on the one hand, it's like, okay, well, people who usually put up these types of signs are fucking crazy and over and reactionary and it's an overreaction. On the other hand, as somebody who like, likes bikes and wishes he could bike more in this city if it wasn't terribly unsafe and who prior to the protected bike lanes had gotten a concussion on um, the, the, the various streets that they were looking to protect. Um, and that's why I don't bike much anymore. Uh, na- those signs made me feel bad, you know? <laughs> Just seeing them around and seeing people getting like all hot and angry about something that was very clearly going to protect people just because they didn't want to lose some... Uh, uh, driver traffic, I guess, or uh, parking spaces was basically their argument. Um, people willing to go to the wall for that because they ha- would get like mildly inconvenienced in order to protect other people made me feel really like gross and bad. And I can only imagine that Heathcliff's owners see these signs up and feel terrible because I'm sure they've rationalized to themselves the ownership of Heathcliff at this point. And um, I'm sure they don't, you know, just go home every night and think, how can we, is there anything we can do? Instead, they probably like Heathcliff. He lives with them. They may love him. And there's these signs everywhere. Heathcliff is here. That's got to make you feel terrible. You know, it probably makes them feel like, who put up that sign? Paranoid, you know? (sighs) Sad world. 
So here's the Heathcliff cartoon for Thursday, February 14th, 2019. It's Valentine's Day. We're on the setup that is a suburban home-faced front. Um, again, you know, all the homes kind of look like Heath, the one Heathcliff lives in, which I assume is a subtle commentary on the cookie-cutter nature of the suburbs, but who knows. And uh, this one's no different. Uh, there's a door, a walkway to the door, a window. In the window, we can see two uh, people. One is a balding man, and one is a woman with uh, a, a sensible bob haircut. Um, balding man's wearing a collared shirt and a sweater because he's home. Um, the woman is wearing some sort of overcoat situation because she's home. Uh, all the coloration, again, is the color of the window, which they are looking through out to uh, the, the walkway and the front stoop. On the front stoop is the cat who uh, usually appears as Heathcliff's girlfriend. She's a white cat, and the, um, the things that imply girl about her are that she has a pink collar and a pink bow in her hair. Uh, P.S. Bowing a cat's hair sounds like a very good way to get bitten and or scratched. But um, she's standing on the stoop. She has a, a rapt expression on her face of, and kind of joyous smile, and her hands are clasped in front of her. Uh, standing in front of her with his back to us is Heathcliff, uh, but we, uh, we can't really see that he's making eye, cont eye contact with his girlfriend because uh, he's holding a gigantic garbage can that is overflowing with garbage uh, with a single red rose um, set into the garbage atop it. The woman looking out on the scene, her mouth is open. She provides the caption and she's saying, how romantic. And she seems to genuinely mean it. She's smiling. Everyone's smiling. The man seems a little confused by it. But, you know, I mean, it is kind of nice. We've all got our own language of love, and Heathcliff is using his. So, good for him. It seems to be well-received. And, that, and like I said, this was for Valentine's Day, so um, I guess... I guess that's good. Right. So, here's the Heathcliff comic for Friday, February 15th, 2019. Um, okay. That's a weird one. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Um... Ron, we've got the same setup we've had a couple times this week of the lawn, uh, of suburban lawn, looking at like sort of the corner of a house. This is Heathcliff's house. Like all the others, it's pink and has a large window um, that looks out on the lawn. And like all the others, everybody inside looking out on the lawn is just window colored. 
inside the house. We know it's Heathcliff's house because Heathcliff is inside of it, as is his elderly uh, owner couple. We can see the elderly woman, often pictured wearing a skirt suit thing, uh, which she is pictured in, um, in, in indoors, in her home. We can see her sort of walking away uh, from what's going on. We can see the elderly man as well, sort of standing between her and the window, looking out the window. He's got the ensemble he always has on, on. He has a collared shirt, overcoat, and pants on. Again, like, these people never seem like they are dressed in less than that, you know? Like, they, they, they're very formal. <sighs> Again, these, these are elderly people in their homes, dressed up. I, I, I have some elderly people in my family. They don't, they don't do that. You're lucky if my dad's wearing pants. Um, now, in the window, it's like, I mean, all this is in the window, but like actually seated on the windowsill, looking out is Heathcliff. Heathcliff is seated on all four paws, um, and he's got a very wide mouth with huge teeth. His mouth looks sort of like um, like a, a baguette almost, and then there are huge chomper teeth in it. On the lawn is a blue bird looking at Heathcliff. And the man, the elderly man whom Heathcliff lives with, his mouth is open, so he's providing the caption to the panel. The caption to the panel is, I can't find my dentures. What's unclear to me is how anybody feels about what's happening. The man seems to be announcing, I can't find my dentures to the room, and no one's paying attention to him. His wife is leaving the room, and Heathcliff, his face is pressed against the glass with what are clearly the dentures in his mouth. Heathcliff, for his part, it's not clear why he's got the dentures in. There's a bird on the lawn. Did Heathcliff see the bird and say, I got to put in dentures? to menace the bird or to freak the bird out or just to be weird. It doesn't seem like he'd be menacing the bird with dentures. He's Heathcliff. He's menacing no matter what. The bird also does not particularly strike a posture of being menaced. He's just sort of looking at this and he doesn't seem to have any particular opinion of it. Like there's a cat. Cat's got a big wide mouth with human teeth in it. Huh? The bird seems to say, well, another day. Um, the man also doesn't seem terribly troubled by his lack of dentures. And this brings up uh, a point I've made before. This is an elderly man, and yet we've seen him uh, doing any number of things, like going to work, um, 
he's so old he has a full set of dentures. His teeth have been replaced. And I, I mean, like, they, they, these days, if you're young and your teeth are replaced, they give you actual posts that they drill into your jaw. You only get dentures if you're old and there's not really much of a point. You're, which is sad. <laughs> dentures are sort of surrender teeth. Um, gosh, I don't have much else to say about it. What a weird, weird, weird panel. So this brings us to Saturday. February 16th, 2019, the last of the Heathcliff panels for this week. As you know, we don't do the Sunday panels because they are multi-paneled and it'd be a whole different thing. Strange, strange setup here. Um, it's not one we haven't seen before. Uh, it's it's uh, the setup of, of the mouse hole in the baseboard um, that, you know, takes up about a quarter of the panel, uh, which is the top right quadrant of the panel. Then in the t left quadrant is Iggy, the kid who lives with the elderly couple. And again, this has never been explained that I have seen, but Iggy's about eight, maybe, maybe a little younger even, and the elderly couple have dentures. Something happened. Um, Iggy is dressed as he's always dressed. He doesn't have his ball cap on, though, because he's indoors. Uh, and then he's standing next to uh, the little girl who's often pictured with him, who might be his girlfriend. She is dressed so formally, just like a, a, a small version of the of the adults in this world. She's got on a red skirt, skirt suit thing and a ruffled uh, uh, blouse and uh, white socks and saddle shoes. She's got a bow in her hair. It must have taken her a good long time to get this together, and she is a child. Now, there's the mouse hole in the baseboard, and Heathcliff is mid-panel, like just sort of dead center in the panel. And he's standing there, He's his posture is very weird. I don't know. I don't know a lot about fishing, but um, I do know that Heathcliff is holding a fishing pole and reeling in a line, and the line goes to the the, the mouse hole, which is fine. Um, but he's standing for some reason. So the mouse hole is behind Heathcliff, and Heathcliff is standing with his back to it with his head oriented towards it. So his head is faced away from us. His body is facing towards us. The, and, the, and, the, and the fishing pole arcs over his body, and then the line goes into the mouse hole. That may be how you fish. I don't do a lot of it, but that doesn't seem particularly how I've seen video of it done. For whatever reason, that's the way he's drawn. There's a lot of tension on the line. We can see wiggle lines uh, drawn around it, and Heathcliff is uh, clearly furiously spinning away at the, um, the, the spinny thing on <laughs> the fishing pole. Um, Iggy's mouth is open, and he's uh, therefore providing a caption to the panel, and the caption is, They're biting on Jarlsberg. So Heathcliff has baited a line with cheese, and I do know enough about fishing to, say, to know that some people say you should bait your line with cheese. 
Um, and he's uh, thrown it into the mouse hole, and the mice are nibbling at it, and then presumably getting to the fish hook in it and eviscerating their faces. Which is horrible. Like, I mean, all the ways that mice get killed are pretty terrible, you know, poison or traps or whatever, but this is like, this is real, like, you have to imagine, you know, you, you, you go out and you go fishing. I'm, I'm personally a vegetarian and I'm not a militant vegetarian. You do what you want. I'm going to do what I want. But you, you imagine you go out, you go fishing, right? And the, I have fished very occasionally back, back when I was a child. I got taken out a couple times. And I've been around fishermen uh, when they've done the fishing thing that they do. Um, but yeah, you have to imagine that if you were catching something other than fish, and I don't mean uh, like industrially, because industrial food is, is a different thing. Uh, uh, people get so disassociated from the killing of the animal that they can do just about anything to those animals in, in that setting. I'm talking about just like your hobbyist fisher, fisherman here goes out and catches a fish. The fact that it is a fish and not a mammal probably does a lot of work on your ability to like put up, to just pierce its face with a hook. But if you were, if you were in a situation where you uh, were fishing, but the sport was catching otters because fish didn't exist and otters did, and you had to bait a hook and then get the otter to bite down on the on the hook, catch some part of its mouth or cheek on it, and then reel it in by the whole screaming, one assumes, because mammals can scream where fish cannot. Uh, just bring it screaming into your boat via that hook. No one would fish or otter. And that's what Heathcliff's doing here. Heathcliff is reeling in mice that have been caught on hooks. We don't see it, but that's what's happening. So, yeah. Take caution. That, that sign is correct. And that brings us to the end of the week. I hope, you, I hope you've had a great one, uh, and I hope you're doing great. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I got stopped short because I scrolled down um, on the panel itself. I think I've said before, don't read the comments uh, on, on the, these, these, because they're, I mean, never read the comments, but I did happen to catch the comment here. Um, and the comment that is high, that is, featured under this cartoon is just a description of what Jarlsberg cheese is that is um, then cited as having come from, from Wikipedia. Great. I can't add much more than that, so I'm not going to have a great week. 
Please do not rate or review this on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you use to download it. You've got better things to do with your time. But if you'd like to tell me anything at all, you can always email me at yourpalgarbageape at gmail.com. Have a great week.